Greetings, gamers. Welcome to episode 41. 41. The Michigan GT Podcast. Coming at you live from Thunderforge Studios. It's me, Jeff. I'm Rick. And I'm Rick Talk. Welcome, fellas. Hey. Back from Adepticon, <laughs> are we rested? No. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not at all, actually. I mean, I guess. I mean, so. it was a whirlwind <laughs> trip for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whirlwind trip for Did me. Did your daughter but... drive at all on any of that trip? Yeah. Oh, she drove good. part of the way back, actually. Oh, good. Yeah. As soon as I got out of Chicago, she's like, okay, I think I can drive now. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Fair, yeah. Nice. Cruise through uh, Indiana. Yeah. She drew for, eh, it was about an hour. Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, it was enough. Not too edgy little Levi like, drive. <laughs> I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, Levi. Yeah. You'd love that. Do it, dude. So, uh, yeah. So, what we're going to be doing, talking about this episode, is we're going to be talking about a new feature coming to the Michigan GT. What? Yeah. Something we, new. We got a few new things coming up this year, actually. Yeah. New and exciting. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, one of the new big things that everyone's going to run into, we'll be talking about that. And then we'll go over uh, probably a quick bit of news. And, of right. course, the ever-present hobby, hobby time. time. So, why don't you hang <laughs> on there, listen to a short little advertisement, and we'll be right back. AFK Games in Holt is celebrating 10 years. We moved into our new 7,400 square foot space late last year and now have comfortable space for over 100 gamers. We continue to expand our terrain selection and keep a full event calendar. With our expanded space, we've also broadened and deepened our stock of gaming and hobby supplies. All right, everyone. It's time to dissect the GT. Yes, Ooh. I want you know it makes every time he says it, it makes me feel like I'm that uh, like a frog, you, the evil doctor that is like <laughs> the evil doctor from, from like Bugs Bunny. Yes, yes, I'm here to dissect you. And he's like, uh, what? Stop moving! <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> It'll only take a minute. Oh boy, it will be over before you know it. Yeah, he was always like that little like dead eyed like. Yeah. Like he never slept uh -huh. and had that yeah. straight sure. bowl cut. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry, bunny rabbit. It'll be okay. It will be okay. <laughs> I think we're not doing that. Oh. But that's what so, I think about. So what are we doing, Rick? <laughs> so I will be bringing to the GT this year a paint and take arena. Nice. Um, which will feature paints from like the Army Painter, Vallejo, um, Monument Hobbies, Turbo Dork. Probably will have AK Ooh. at this one as well. Oh, nice. And scale 75. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's like all the paints. Almost all of them. The only one, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's, yeah, like, that's, that's all of them. <laughs> pretty close to yeah, it. I, the only one that I'm like really on the fence with, mm -hmm. uh, but I have a I have a meeting set up with them this week, mm -hmm. is Games Workshop. And okay. if we can get, and if we can get really. some, if we can get some Citadel paints <laughs> on the rack too. They're probably the one that doesn't really need to be there. Correct. <laughs> right. They probably don't need to. Yeah. But for the people that but will it's probably still be cool to have them on board. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, sure. Oh, yeah. But the people that will probably utilize the space won't right. be your won't really be your players so much yeah, as yeah. your visitors. players, visitors, right. or, or um, spouses or kids that 100%. might come in as yeah. well. And so having them have an opportunity to play <laughs> with those paints is going to be really yeah. So I'm, I'm sure. <clears throat> so what is the paint arena? What is that? So it's just a big open area. I, I only call it arena because it, it's the same letters as area. Right? <laughs> but area just sounds horrible, yeah. right? It doesn't give me no, like... No, arena except. definitely sounds like you got something cool going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's like if we throw it, throw them in the arena, uh, it's just a big open area with multiple tables and chairs with paint stations set up so that people can come in. They'll get a free miniature. Ooh. It won't people cost like them. free minis. Yeah, they like a free miniature. And it'll and again, it'll be from multiple opportunities yep. from multiple different publishers. Simon, uh, Why, uh, Weird, WizKids, um, Catalyst Game Battle Lab. Battletech stuff. Yeah. Battletech yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, there'll be probably be eight Some to tanks. ten tanks yep. yeah there'll probably be eight to ten different publishers nice. miniatures represented it as well cool so there's all sorts of things that, so they get to come in they grab a miniature they'll sit down and they have access to all the paints there'll be brushes supplied by like hobby holder or game envy and army cool. painter and probably games and gears i'm talking to those guys too to provide some, some brushes. brushes so that they, again you get to play mm. with some toys that you may not right. normally get to play with. Well, and that's that would actually be kind of cool from the sound of it, yeah. right? That you're you're going to have such a wide variety of paints, right? That it would really give someone an opportunity to try out some things, right? You know, test drive it before you get, before you buy. That, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a right. cool opportunity. Well, and there's that like there's a, that also um, link pop ability because like AFK they have monument hobby paints. Yes, they do, and they have a whole rack, and I believe right. it was there last year. Uh, one they, of their I think they had there. just gotten it last yeah. year. Yeah. So the idea of the, one of them having like monument hobby paints there, mm-hmm. they try it over at the paint arena, and it's like, oh yeah, you can get it right over there. Right. Hundred yeah. percent. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And right. So, so that so that's kind of how it is. They come and they okay. sit down, they paint, and then of course me being me, <laughs> I also give away a lot of stuff. Right. Yep. A lot of my uh, partners in paint, they provide prize support, and we give stuff away through a no pay raffle. Um, and what that is is instead of paying a dollar a ticket or two dollars a ticket to win a prize, yeah. we ask for social follows of our sponsors. Yeah. You know, follow Simon Games. You, you follow agree Vallejo. to view some advertising down the road, right? For, exactly for appreciating what you're about to get yep. for right now. Yep. Right. As a thank you for small the, price to pay. Yeah, it's a, it's a few seconds. You get a couple ads yeah. pop up when you scroll through Instagram or Facebook right. or whatever, and right. right. And it's probably stuff you want to look at anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it usually is. Yeah. Uh, and what's fun is, too, is, a, like, I think at your guys' show, a lot of the people that are going to be there probably follow a lot of the companies anyways. Probably. So all they have to do is literally come and show me they follow it, and they'll get a raffle ticket. Sure. Yeah, good point. Right? Right. Um, and, like, at C2E2, this uh, 10 days ago, we did the, that show, which was ten day, or which was the weekend after Adepticon. Right. That's why I'm still tired. <laughs> back to back. I mean, that makes right. sense. Um, and so... To kind of break this up a little bit, that was your your first test drive, real really, with the paint and take arena. It right? was, yeah. That kind of brought concept to reality. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, it went better than I expected. We uh, granted we had lessons learned as as, Always we, as one would, and Always I will. I know every show is going to give me a new lesson that I'm going to learn. Hundred percent. Um, but we our seats were constantly filled right. throughout the entire show. Now, that that's was a big awesome. show. You said about 80,000, 90,000 to the door? 95,000. 95, that's, that's a good number of people walking yeah. by. Ridiculous amount the of people. Michigan GT will not be that big, just to let you know. Not this year. We're looking. We're right. close we're to look, it. Yeah. We're, looking at, we're looking at next year, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we were constantly, seats were filled, and we had between 15 to 30 people standing by. Oh, waiting, wow. waiting, or to watching, paint. waiting to paint. Okay, so sitting in line. Yeah, and then we had lots of people just came up and got a miniature and walked away because they didn't want to sit. Because, yeah. Well, they, right, exactly. <laughs> got you. Um, but they they would come by, grab a miniature, um, and uh, we gave out almost four thousand, a little over four thousand miniatures. Actually. Wow. Yeah, it was That's a, lot. a complete great. success. How yeah. many? How many did you bring? I, I don't know. Probably. 
ten thousand. Okay, so you you had tons. Yeah, right, yeah. Still. Mostly whiz kids. Sure. Um, pre pre primed. Pre primed, ready to roll. Yeah. Uh, but what was funny is the I was surprised we didn't take a lot of certain companies miniatures because well, not that they didn't provide a, a lot of miniatures, but they didn't have they 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 didn't have the resources or whatever or the I would say maybe a little bit of the forethought. Yeah. In regards to like WizKid sent me like nine thousand miniatures themselves. Right. Right. Um, but like Battlefront Gale Force Nine, mm-hmm. they sent a lot of tanks, but we had to pre we had to build those and and and, yep. and Rick build <laughs> a, a big lot. Investment, of, big investment of time. Right. But to, they. To but what, what I found very interesting is they lasted less than a day. Right. I wasn't expecting a lot of people to be like, oh, a tank. I will paint, paint that. Paint a tank. Oh, really? That's was, awesome. Those got snatched up quick. Yeah, and by kids. Interesting. Well, not, not by adults, maybe, by kids. Maybe they could relate more to yeah. a to a tank than they could a. Well, sure. I mean, you, you know, you also look at the size of the tanks, right? You right. look at the size of the tanks. They're small, too. kind of matchboxy, matchbox kind of size, sure. Right. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other ones were the Marvel United miniatures that seem on yep. Those right. those were gone real quick, of and course. and Mantic. Yeah. Uh, and not because I don't think that because Mantic had anything that was like. But what Mantic did provide was alternate sculpts to your normal fantasy yep. type of miniature, uh, which was really, really nice. And they were also pre-primed. And I, a lot of people that came to paint were asking, are these primed? Which ones are already primed? Because some of them weren't. I just couldn't. Oh. I didn't have the time and or I, I didn't have the money out of my own pocket to yeah. buy primer. Intern. Right. Yeah. He had one. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, nobody provided sure. primer right. to prime all right. that. and that costs. And that's right. a lot, and that was a yep. lot of miniatures that would have needed that. So, right. Um, but yeah, primer, it, it goes pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and, but overall, like I said, super successful. Gave away a lot of cool prizes. The, some of so the lessons that we I learned that we'll we'll be um, bringing forward to the GT are uh, need more space. <laughs> but we don't but for the gt we don't right right yeah uh, right. but for that for that particular one we needed we, we're going to need more space for any just because you didn't event. want 15 people in line all the time correct right and, yeah. and we could if, if you even could have sat down 10 15 more people then we'd, we'd probably still have 10 or 15 in line oh because people were just going screw there's 15 yeah. people in line already i'm right. not waiting around for this yeah the other thing that is i that i probably needed to do is on my banners i should have a um, removable cling that says free, oh, right? Because a lot of people yeah. didn't know that it was free, and they'd come up, well, what you know, how much is this? And when I say free, they're like, oh, sh- oh, yeah, I'm in, right, right. Wait, uh, I never, I never really thought okay. about that because I mean, for me, right. paint and take means free, free, right. But I've been around. But we I've go been to some things yeah. that have those, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, in an environment where you have a lot of people who aren't used mm. to that type of product, right, or that that type of quote unquote event, I can mm. see where. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to pay five bucks for that, right? Or ten bucks, or whatever the number might be bouncing yeah, in their head. Whatever arbitrary right? number might. Hundred percent. Because if they don't see what it is, who knows what they're thinking it is? Right. But if they see free, they know exactly what that means. Yeah. Yep. And that changes the dynamic too of how they would interact with us. Sure. Um, so I feel like we would have had even more people stop had they seen us seen a sign that, that said, said free. free. I think you're right. Um, which is what we want. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah you so, want you want bodies. You want yeah. you want follows. Yeah. And right? we, that's what that's what you're doing this for is for yeah. follows. This is an advertising. Yeah. It's a marketing it's an, a marketing event for yeah. all these different companies. This is a yeah. way for them to get in front of um, a very 
specific audience, right, right. who are, are highly likely to be interested in their product, right, and let, and let allow them to get a hands on. You know, right. They, a hands-on experience with their product without right. them actually having to throw a lot of resources at it. Right. Because you're the resource, right? Right. So yeah. they're they're getting you the product, right? And then you're taking the product to the end user. Right. And what was interesting about all speaking about product to end user, right, is if I take and did a paint and take at Gen Con Origins, Adepticon, LVO, Nova, right? Yeah. That audience understands. Right, a hundred percent. You go to a comic convention. Right, they are close to our space, but they're still on still, still a mile they're, away. They're yeah. still a mile away. Yeah, right. And I I didn't realize how far away they really yeah, were until I, they started sitting down. And some people were like, "Oh yeah, I paint miniatures." Right. And there's going to be some crossover. That would have been like 10% of those folks. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. like, oh, yeah, I paint miniatures. Right. Well, and you were telling me before that you had a lot of moms. A lot of moms, a lot of kids. Right. Which I think was really cool because the moms actually sat down with the kids and painted themselves. Right. Right. Like, this is the first time they've ever done this. That is so awesome. Because Rick and I talked about that as well. And I'm sure what it was is husband is over <laughs> looking yeah. at this, yes. that, or the other. 100%. And they're going and trying to entertain the kid because oh, hu- yeah. husband is locked in on whatever he's there yep. to look for or right. in line to he's standing in have line a for comic his signed or whatever. Or, yeah. And she's trying to keep that kid occupied. Yep. Right. They've done right. the walk. Right. right. And now it's like, now 100%. what? Oh, this is a yeah. hands-on thing I can right. do. Right. And, so, so there was and that. And we can sit down for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Right? Or an hour, two or, hours. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, the other thing too is that a lot of it was the parents were bringing their kids to the con at, for a con experience for them for the kids, yeah. not knowing what that really means. Right. Right. And then they'd walk around; they'd be overwhelmed by <laughs> yep. just a sure, sure. volume sure. of stuff that they, they visual sees, right? And not understanding how to interact with a lot of it. But when they saw, oh, paint, sit down, take a break, right. get off my feet, off the concrete floor. Craft oh, yeah. time. Craft time. They right. get it, yeah. right? And when they says when you, when they know free, right. they get it even better, right? Um, so, did you have um, many of like the uh, the twelve to fourteen year olds hanging out at your at your booth for a good chunk of time? So, n- I wouldn't say they hung out. If they came by, they painted a miniature and then they went went about their way. Okay, yeah. I would say over the weekend there were two or three in that age range. Mm-hmm. That, which isn't a lot. That's not a lot. The majority of the people that like hung out were twenty year olds. Oh really? Yep. Because hmm. you that concept, the paint and take arena thing, I would have been all about that at thirteen years oh, old. Oh my god, right? yes. You know, I'd have been walking yeah. around that again, thirteen years old, I don't have a lot of money. Right. You know, and I see something like free mm-hmm. with all these resources available to me. Oh yeah. Thing, I'm like, right. Oh yeah, this is where I'm at. Right. So the thing and so that leads to my second lesson or my next lesson that I learned is because there were so many individuals that were a younger age group, that 12, 13, 14 year olds. Um, the thing that I can't really do with them is I can't get a lot of social problems because Correct. a lot of them don't have socials. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right. They're not allowed to have Facebook or yep. Instagram or Twitter or any of that stuff. Okay. So I, I have to figure out another way to engage with them because everybody gets one free miniature. Everybody does. Right. But to get all the cool prizes and stuff, you got to do follows, right? Right. Yeah. In the raffles, right? Yeah. And if they want to participate in that, I need to figure out a way to allow people that don't necessarily have access to social interactions yeah. to do something. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even have to be at my booth. <laughs> right. I could ask them to go. They all had cell phones. Mm-hmm. And I could say, hey, go to booth. 951. 951 and do a selfie there. Yep. And come back and show me that you took a selfie with this booth and some in front of this booth because that booth might be one of our sponsors. Yeah, sure. No, that's a good idea. Right. So get them, get them in front of your sponsor is what you're doing. Right. right. That might be in – because we had a couple people in the venue sure. that were sponsors of the event. Right. Um, and so we, if we could do – maybe do something like that. Yeah. Uh, that's that, a good idea. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure that piece out. Um, but, the, but I have a long list of, of things that were – you know, I need more people to help. Sure. Right. Yeah. So anybody listening that is like, hey, I may not, uh, maybe my wife or child is a, that could help volunteer. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, even at the GT, it's going to take more than three people. Right. To run that. Uh, yeah, it's, and a, run it's it long days. Effectively. Right. You need to be able to rotate out a little bit and take yep. some breaks. Yeah. And, and also see, go around and like for me. With all the stuff that you got that you got going on, I'm gonna to want to take pictures. Right. A lot of my clients are your guys's games. Yep. Right. So me uh, going and doing some TikToks yep. for those different clients, um, and just to see the the miniatures and the the display yep. boards and oh yeah, all the cool stuff that that occurs at the Michigan GT for sure. Uh, so bodies that can help yep. volunteers, and I think that's a big part of your guys's kind and most kinds, anyways. Is we need more volunteers. 100%, we need more people yeah. that are want to. Though they may not be want to come and play the games, but they they want to come support the event uh, yeah. and the hobby. And so, if again anybody listening that is like yeah, sh- wants you know to volunteer, shoot, please do shoot that. me an email, Jeff yeah. at michigangt.com. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'd love any and all volunteers. Yeah. We'll, we will not turn you away. Yeah, but now we got more shows. So besides just the GT, right. the Paint and Take Arena is now also going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Nice. And New York Comic Con. Oh wow, really? those aren't. Those aren't you're, small. You're those, going, you're going those tiny shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you got to start. Somewhere. I thought you, I thought you were done with the small shows. I know, I was, but then, but San Diego, it's my birthday hey, weekend. All right, you know, I gotta go. Uh, Just when you were out, yeah, they grab they you, pull you back they, in. They do every time. But the, again, all those lessons that I'm learning from the from C2E2 will spill over to all the other events that the arena will be be present at, to include the GT, and. Uh, the GT might have some really cool prizes. And we might <laughs> from for from the paint and take and for the event uh, because some things will be bat will be over uh, in states from overseas from some kickstarters that some of my clients have. That could be fun. Um, I've also got some really cool miniatures that I have the STL files for. That oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that you got them. I. I got. I didn't get those. Ones. You're thinking BattleTech. I am. I'm not. You didn't get those. Dang I did it. not get those. I got so um, Heroes of Barcadia. Yeah. The board game. Yeah. Which is had to drink the the yep. tumblers and you drink your health away. Uh, so every one of those tumblers is a character. Okay. They made miniatures for those characters. Oh, fun. they did. Yeah. So I have all the STL and a 3D, 3D files. 3D oh, printable. that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we'll probably have some of those Heroes of Barcadia miniatures available to paint. Nice. At the event. Any scale. Any scale. Yeah, Any that'd, scale. that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Scale it up. Yeah. Yeah, do a three up on it. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. As giveaways. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I would want people sitting there to paint one of those. No. Uh, <laughs> no. that, be but like, as a oh, giveaway, that would be pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, so we've got all sorts of cool three uh, up potential. Three drink. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sir, drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Yeah, it sounds like a lot um, of fun. And again, mm-hmm. you know, as far as how the G- Michigan GD is going to handle it and, and stuff. I think it's going to be 
a great addition to your guys' convention. I think it's going to bring a, a potential new consumer base or um, as an event because you guys don't have a ticketing at the door. It's just right. if, if you're not participating in a tournament, it's free to come in. Correct, yeah. So anybody that comes with their spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah. whoever's participating in the tournaments. Walk up, have fun. They'll have something to do. Right. And that'll be a lot of fun for, yeah. for me and them. No, so. agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And, you know, and along those terms, we're working on adding a couple other things mm-hmm. of a similar take, right? Whether right. it's demo games that you can walk up and participate in. Um, we're, we're flirting around with some role-playing. Right. You know, and maybe, oh, cool. oh uh, I've, always, I've always been a big flirt when it comes to role-playing. <laughs> right. um, no, we were just having some talks today with some local uh, dungeon masters. Perfect. Who yeah. are... Who, who are Seem eager to come on board to add some D and D to the Michigan GT. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a really cool added piece. I agree. Yeah. Um, Do you know because, anyone who might be interested in some of that? I might. I might know a few kids. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those. Um, well, I mean, you said it earlier. The whole it's right next to us, right? But it's a mile away, right? Um, because like my D and D clubs, right? They didn't know anything about miniatures. Sure. Outside of what they seen at the store by WizKids, sure. for the most part. Yeah. But bringing them in, yeah, it was a small bit of models from Mantic, but they were like, holy crap, you can actually build and paint minis. Yeah. Right. And going through that process and showing them how to paint the little right. stuff. And Which is it's a hilarious or interesting, maybe interesting is, a, is the word I'm looking for, is how few kids today have probably ever built or played with a model. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, and I'm not even talking you not know, even fantasy the, miniature. You no, know, no, just sure. like uh, a hot rod, like yeah. a rebel, or, like a rebel model. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, a fighter yep. plane, World War II fighter plane, yep. or you know, battleship or whatever. Oh yeah, I built those all the time as a kid. Same. See, I played with Legos. I didn't well, do, uh, well, but it was as, the same as thing. Did I right? Yeah, but um, so, I, I think that's the closest thing to modeling, uh, the model building that kids yeah. have today is right. the is Lego Legos. play sets. Right. Yeah. Right? Which is funny because Rachel just turned 17, and that's one of the things she got for her birthday. Legos? Yeah. Nice. Okay. They they have the new flower things. Sure. And Hazel the bonsai just trees. Bought, Hazel just bought that, too. Yeah. Rachel really wanted it for her birthday. Right. Like, nice. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah. that there's not a lot of that part of their childhood now. Right. And, like I said, building models was a big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just different different eras, different times, you know. Yeah. Rrr, old man. <laughs> I, I, I think it's actually interesting, though, when we do give the opportunity for them to see what, like in the D&D yeah. group club, oh, that, yeah. that this is a thing as part of our of the hobby of D&D, our tabletop. They're attracted but, to it. And they're like, whoa, again, yeah. arts and crafts. Right. Right. Yep. And then uh, I feel like a lot of, a lot of kids today are able to explore their artistic side more so, more so. Than, than like when I was a kid, if I, in high school in the eighties or even in middle school of, or like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the art club or I, I want to be in art. People are like, we are going to beat you up. <laughs> right? yeah, there's not, they'll be like, not why are you not, that. why are you not taking automotive shop or just yep. shop or right. wood shop or, right. Or drafting. Yeah, now that stuff doesn't exist. And now it doesn't exist in the school. Right. Right? So uh, all those trade things that we had growing up. um, It's going well for us, too. What's that? I'm sorry. Never mind. 
different conversation for a different podcast. Right. So we're not on that podcast right now. So I I feel like when they get the opportunity to be yeah. like see that it's a great gateway to to it a, really is to everything that we do. Right. Um, right. Because like actually tomorrow, um, my D and D group, uh, two of the kids, they're not doing D and D anymore. Because of uh, AP courses, okay, they can't be a part of the group because they can. They're not the done with commitments. those. Yeah, okay. Um, they're not done with those until three thirty. Oh, all right. So, so they, they just can't make it. They can't time. make it to the actual. They're not banned or no, or no, 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 in no. trouble or anything like that. It's just but they scheduled. asked me to bring uh, Dead Zone because we've mm-hmm. talked about miniatures and some of the miniatures mm-hmm. I brought with my Dead Zone minis, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, could you bring that game? I know it's D and D." And I'm like, "Sure. What other games are you gonna want to see?" Um, so they've, they've actually started a list of, mm. Hey, I want to check out this miniature game. I want to do this. Oh, and I'm cool. like, sure. I'm more than happy to do that. So right. at three 30 tomorrow, while the D and kids are started over there, I'll actually be doing some demos. Oh, Cause they'll them. be showing up later than, yeah. than the start time. Yeah. Exactly. I see, I see. Yeah. Cause the start time for the D and D club is two 35 okay. right after gotcha. school. So they're going to miss the first hour. Yeah. So you got something that we can do. Yeah. We still want a game. We still want to be involved. But we're missing yep. the start of the D&D session. Okay. Yeah, I yeah which I think is cool. really awesome. That, yeah. Because yeah. that wasn't even a thing that, like, I offered them. They right. came to me with That's it. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's super cool. I got it killed for a club like that in, yeah. my, in my school. When, you know, in mm. high school, I don't know if I would have actually engaged in it. Just, I, I probably would have because when I was in high school, my my third place was the local hobby shop. Right. No, <laughs> um, I get you. Yeah. So I get you, but no one I went to school with knew. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody that no, I went to school with knew. No. Even though it was weird, the hobby <clears throat> shop I went to was the Red Dragon here in just um in like near Davison, mm-hmm. right? Which was like. It's been and it's still there. Yeah, yeah. After thirty plus years, it's still right. there, and it's in the middle of nowhere in like a cornfield. Sure. <laughs> in an old like uh, ranch style church yeah. building. Yeah, it's kind of odd. It's weird. Yeah. But it's it's been there forever. But what was weird, what I thought was weird, is I would go there, and I almost spend my whole week in there. Right. Uh, they had a cot yeah. in the back where I could sleep, and <laughs> so I didn't have to Take go back. Naps. Like during the summers or whatever, sure. on the weekends, if I didn't want to go back to the foster home, yeah, they're just like, yeah, you can just crash here. That was very kind of them. It was very kind of them, right? And uh, but nobody from my high school at because <laughs> I went to Millington, I went to Millington High School, right? Nobody from my high school went to that store. Right. Nobody. And you were great with that too. Oh, I was. Yes, 100%. I was oh, thankful yeah. for it. Oh, right, because um, this was. Your little nerd side, right? Because you were a wrestler at school. I was a wrestler and I was a power lifter. Yeah, I I know. Right, which is funny because people knew me as a certain thing at school. Right, right. I'd come in. I wasn't like I was skinny. I was a skinny kid, but I was super strong. Sure. And I, I was known as a as a wrestler and a power lifter. Sure. And they were just like, if they would have known, I would be beaten up, put in the dumpster again. You're really Clark (laughs) Kent. Yeah, yeah. Your glasses on on the yeah. weekend, right? Yeah, you nerd out. See, same thing here. I I had like my school friends, and then right. I had another group of like gamer friends who didn't go to my school. Nice. Right? You know, it was... whereas you couldn't have that in Alaska. Could well, there's like four kids. In no, the right? And yeah. the nearest the nearest hobby store was two and a half miles, two and a half hours away. Right. So, but you only had like seven kids in your whole school. Yeah. From grade K to twelve. <laughs> so, how did you get exposed to gaming then? So, Philadelphia experience. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was a buddy's dad with D and D. Okay, that started it all. Oh, really? Yeah. In your village, in your Inuit village that you lived in. <laughs> Maybe what video? <laughs> did you have like bone dice out of like oh, yeah. Walt Walrus oh, bone and oh, stuff? Definitely, totally. Right. Nice. Don't say actually, because now I want some freaking Walrus toss <laughs> freaking dice. There, there's actually a company that does it with whale. With whale. Yeah, with whale bone. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you actually had a, a local yeah, friend. Yeah, so it was a local friend, and it was just about. us. Okay. okay. Just um, like, like you and your friend and your friend's dad? Yeah. Right, so the three of you. Yeah, they moved up uh, from California. Oh. And it was those, the 80. Hippies. 84, 85 when they moved up. Okay. okay. Um, and yeah, it was that interaction between sure. the dad trying to get his son involved with friends. Oh, okay. Because he was kind of friend, that. yeah, with friend, pretty much. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll check it out. Why not? Yeah, sure. I think it's interesting because, in visually, again, like, my, yeah, of course, my imagination goes crazy when I start when you start talking about like Alaska, how I grew up. Yeah, right. So I can imagine that this kid from California is coming up to Alaska with right. his dad and mom. Oh, yeah. Was his mom in the picture? Oh yeah. So. If, the family comes to Alaska. Oh, he had to have hated it. Well, he probably did. Right. But the kid probably, when he meets you and the, the others of your village. Yeah, who the hell is this right? redneck? <laughs> no, not, not even redneck. Who is this savage? So, right? And then you have to walk up and you're, and, you're, and you're like, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> me, Rick. You. Name. Me, Rick. <laughs> Right. So it's so funny because, like, obviously, we're talking about Alaska, we're talking about Inuits. Yes. It, it, that's what people assume. No, no, I'm just talking about anybody that lives in Alaska. I, yeah. <laughs> Freaking cave. We were 99.9% a white town. Oh, I'm sure. Of course. <laughs> no, it was weird. Right. You killed off all the Inuits long ago. Because <laughs> the two towns next to us were 100%. Inuit. <laughs> no, not. Well, okay. Mostly. Sure. There was also Eskimo and a few other. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I didn't have to pound on my chest to tell somebody my name was Rick. But you could have. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't now seems like a wasted opportunity. Right. Sure. Because when I tell people I'm from Michigan, I always tell them, like, yep, I'm from Michigan. We just recently came out of our caves, mm -hmm. discovered fire, right? <laughs> it's true. Because when, when, when I came back to Michigan after 30 years, Nothing has changed. It's we're still thirty years behind everybody else, <laughs> right? It's ridiculous. It it was a rough transition for me to come from California. To oh, I have no doubt. Oh, I'm sure. Again, when you I mean, how old were you when you came back, came, uh, came to Michigan? Twenty four. Again, yeah. So when you're twenty four, right? Oh, I no, I left. Uh, uh, I left. Me, me, high Rick. speed internet to come here. Oh, which no. they did not have. They just got that like last I know. week. It was yeah. It was, I was yeah. And it's only here it in Lansing, Detroit, right. and Grand Rapids. That's it. it. <laughs> and they, and that was it was the complete opposite for me when and I moved down here twenty years ago. <laughs> You're leaving the like, future. <laughs> what? <did> they... <laughs> right. Things were so fast. Right. I'm like, there's so many roads. Right. That was the big thing because in Alaska there's two highways. It's right. so weird. Dice roll faster in Michigan. <laughs> than in it's so fast. <laughs> No, that's interesting. I was just curious how, yeah, how he found it. That's how it was, so it was for a, me. It was imported then, yeah, to California. And it was, yeah. and it was also like the local game store was at um, Royal Fork, quote, which was quote unquote local, local, yeah. two yeah. and a half hours, well, we just two and a half hours, a plane ride, 
small, <laughs> it's small one of those pedal. planes that lands on the pond. <laughs> yeah, puddle hopper. Yeah. 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 Puddle jumper. Yeah. 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 Um, it was right next to. Uh, yep, landed. <laughs> Royal Fork, which was a um, buffet restaurant. That my parents loved. Oh, okay. So oh. it was really easy for me to. And all you can eat, so they, they had to, they had to load up because <laughs> it was yep. gonna be three weeks before they got back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. McDonald's was like a five star restaurant for I, me, I, man. I believe you. <laughs> it was it's ridiculous. Amazing. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it really right? is. It really is. I, it was. Yeah. No, I I get it. I get it. You go you go to this place and the Royal Royal Forks was the restaurant, the buffet yeah. or whatever. Yep. That doesn't mean, I say buffet just because. I also love buffets. It's kind of like a Golden Corral. Yeah, it, exactly. Right. It was right. pretty much just like a Golden And while they Corral. were there, you also had the opportunity to go to the local game store. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that probably was very different for you because this was, again, in the 80s, right? Late 80s, right? Late early 80s. 90s. Late 80s. Uh, 86, 87 was okay. when I started. All right. All right. Yeah, that's so they were probably yeah. just like looking at like really old games. Yes. Bones, Moncala. Mm-hmm. Right, stones and <laughs> stones on wood, right? Yeah. Chess, maybe chess, maybe right. chess. that was the advanced, right? That was the advanced yeah, gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and it's not that we're making fun of you; we're just oh, making no. fun of Alaska. Yes, I'm, and what's funny I'm is I have a, I have a friend that lives in Alaska. Yes, you do. Who was in a, Anchorage? Correct. Who was a Marine when I was in in the Navy, and we were stationed together uh, with First Battalion, Twelfth Marines. Uh, who is a game designer? Yep. And has designed in Anchorage, and has designed some award-winning games in our industry. They can exist anywhere. I know it's weird. <laughs> it's like he left. He left the cave, right? <laughs> found a found fire. Cave. Found fire, and crayons, <laughs> and was like, "Me game designer. Me am Mike. Mike am Hyman. Hyman Mike. Because that's his last name. Mike Hyman is his full name." Uh, and he's a, he's a he school, didn't get teased. Not at all. And he's no, a never. he's a school teacher and yep. he's a game designer. And I just thought that was really neat. Uh, and it's a small world and Alaska. Yes. Yeah. But and he went back, which I found to be very interesting. I'd go back if I had a chance. Would you really? Oh yeah. But I'll never go back. Is it because you have to? You'd have to rebuild your house. No. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> I'll never go back because my wife thinks it's cold in Michigan. Fair. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's no, no. <laughs> she would never live no, in Alaska. No, if Michigan's too cold for you, then, uh, yeah, 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 you have no chance in Alaska. Nope. No, that's all right. So, anyways, yeah, so there we were. completely uh, derailed on no, that. That's a, that's and the, fi- the final lesson I learned. <laughs> <laughs> My- Elderwood Academy is a group of nerdy artists and craftspeople who make premium leather and wood gaming accessories. Originally founded in 2014 at the request of Redditors to bring hex chests to life, we have since continued to bring innovative and immersive accessories to gamers everywhere. It's time for the news, see? Time to talk about Resnova, the latest (laughs) Kickstarter coming out this weekend. Yeah. Or this Tuesday, I guess. This Tuesday. Yes. May 2nd. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. I know a little bit about the Resnova Do Kickstarter. You? Yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah, for Warzone Eternal. Warzone Eternal, set in the yeah, Mutant it, Chronicles universe. Exactly. Right. Uh, so yeah, May second, it comes out. Uh, there's a, already a preview page. So if if you haven't already followed the preview page, all you listeners out check there, check it out. You should check it Jump out. Jump in, yeah. And so that when it does go live, you won't miss out on that announcement. Yes. Right. So, do you know a little bit about? 
the universe? Why don't, is there anything we can share with our listeners about what this is? I know we've had uh, Alex, the owner of Resnova, yeah. on in the previous episodes, which yeah. I'm sure if you really want to go back and, and find that episode. Um, Four episodes you, ago, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. It feels longer than that. but It does. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're 41, so well, I think we're over yeah. Well, it, it takes place in the Mutant Chronicles universe. Right. Uh, if anybody's familiar with that, there was a movie. <laughs> um, that, that, of course, that, we bring up the movie because right. we're Alex, like, yeah, you Alex love to keep digging that up. Alex, Alex hates the movie, which is fine. With uh, Thomas Jane, Thomas Jane, and Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, Ooh, big names, right. couple big names. Actually, I like both those actors. I do too. And Ron Perlman's like a like a monk. Um, yes, not monk, but uh, he's a religious. Fanatic, yeah, fanatic, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He's completely a religious yeah. so fanatic, it's, it's and, awesome. and, and that's a faction in the game. Yes, right. so it's right. a sci-fi universe. It yeah. is. It's a future dystopian universe where uh, corporations run everything. Destroyed right? multiple, Earth. Yeah, multiple corporations run everything, and they're at they're at they're at each other's throats. But right. because there was a bigger threat in the universe or in the yep. galaxy, the Dark Legion, uh, they have a loose they have, alliance. They have loose alliances to defeat them. While but, still bickering amongst each other. Yeah, to maintain, you know, the, the top power, dogs. Yeah, the, the power, power struggles. The power struggle. Right. And there's... Uh, there's um, Seven factions. Seven, well, seven that factions. That are releasing with the Kickstarter right. in, in, initially. Right. And if I'm correct, most of those seven, it's out of the, the evil guys. The, one the of, them is, one the, of them is the Dark Legion. The Dark yep. Legion. So the other six are kind of based off of current Earth cultures. Sort so of. Th- yeah, there's yeah. like a British, there's kind of a British feel to one. There's an American there's an feel Asian, to another. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Japanese feel Japanese. to Mishima, another one. Mishima. German. Yep. Bauhaus. Yeah, Bauhaus. Yeah. Yeah. Capital, right. which is very Capital much America. America. Right, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have a lot of uh, of our, our kind of modern tropes, modern tropes from, yeah, yeah carried course. forth into a dystopian future. Yeah, and one of the things that you can uh, take from this is it's... It, Kind of should have that '90s action flick feel when you play it. Right? Okay. So if you, you know, any a lot of splits like, uh, on countertops. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like feel feel the flames. Yeah. You know, chill out. Let off some steam, Bennett. Yeah. God. Yeah. Get, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah. There should be some of that kind of like dialogue right. as right. you yeah. play this. Yeah. And it is a miniature skirmish game, uh, uh, squad level. Or yeah. So you're looking at um, anywhere between six and twelve minis. Right. On the board. It's right. very so much a skirmish. A small scale skirmish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh if Played I'm on a three by three. If I'm remembering this correctly, uh in like the very late nineties, early two thousands, mm. mutant or uh, I'm sorry, Warzone. Warzone yeah. right, yeah, first edition. was one of the bigger miniature games right. out there. It was yeah. number two to GW. Wow. To to yep. Warhammer. To yeah. Warhammer. It was, right. it was a contender. Though, though <laughs> not as uh, big a feat as if it were number two today. Correct. Right? Oh, yeah. Because at, at that point in time, you know, the, the miniature wargaming arena was not what it is now. Correct. Right? Sure, right. Things have grown a lot in the last 25 years. Oh, if it was number two today. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it would be a corporation. <laughs> right. It would right? be mega. It, um, but for those of you that... Uh, are considering like checking it out and potentially backing mm-hmm. it, and if you can't back it, please share it. Sure, right to all yeah. your friends because you never know who's going to be like, "Oh snap, I used to play that game." Yeah, absolutely, I'd absolutely. I'd love There's to definitely going to be zone. some nostalgia. Oh, absolutely, uh, on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and us being the Michigan GT, you know, right. we should stress that uh, Resnova is a Michigan-based company. Yep. Yes, out of Ann Arbor. Uh, they are ba- boo. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> 
But Alex, the owner, is a Spartan living in you know troubled areas. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he lives. He lives in the war zone. Yeah, he lives in the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he lives the war zone. That's right. Uh, in the shadow of the big house. That's oh right. boy. He thrives. But yeah, so it's kind of cool that a Michigan-based company is resurrecting this old IP yeah. and refreshing it and bringing it back out. All and, new miniature sculpts, oh, yep. lots of beautiful miniatures. Right, and, and a completely new updated rule set. Correct. Right? Um, yeah. Brian Steele, who's, what else has Brian developed? Uh, Brian has worked on Dark Age by Simon. Oh, yeah. Uh, he worked on um, the new G.I. Joe Transformers and... Um, Power Rangers RPGs for um, yep. Renegade Game Studios. Awesome. And a plethora of other yeah. stuff. You know, that Dark Age game had a lot of hype. It did. For a, for a while. Yep. And then Simon got involved in some other things and just kind of dropped it. Yep. They just kind of. Which was too bad because it felt like it was really starting to gain some momentum. Yeah. I think that's how Brian and Dave Taylor feel. I'm sure, I'm sure that's how <laughs> yeah. they feel. Right. It's like, wait, we're literally getting some momentum? No, never mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's got some accolades under his belt. Uh, yeah, as far as game design sure. and and uh, and stuff. So yeah, he's uh, the core rule designer for the new set. Um, but the thing is, is it's not so new that it does. It's going to seem different. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of some some of the same stuff that that the players will remember. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, the, the important features the that edition. made it unique yeah. and yeah. made it interesting. Yep. So that they. Kept the important pieces yeah. and refreshed some refreshed, other pieces. updated. 100%. Yeah. Right on. And uh, there's all sorts of other fun stuff that are, are going to be coming with the release of the game through Kickstarter uh, once some of the licensing and licensor agreements have been hashed out. out yeah. Right. Because um, when you get a bunch of creatives around the table, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're starting to think, like, well, what else can we do with right. this IP? Take the reins yeah. off. Right. Let's go. Yeah. We could. We, we, and we, we had some ideas. Right. And, and uh, Don't stifle us. Let, yeah. let us go. So fingers crossed all that works out, and it just makes for a much better Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, I, I hope they can – they it, they see it. I, yeah. I really hope they do, because yeah. if they if they don't, they're only hurting, hurting themselves. themselves. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, May 2nd is going to launch. It's going to be super fun. Um, we're talking about doing some um, – uh, launch like a launch party event. Launch party oh, and live events. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we're. I think Alex is looking into some yep. uh, spots for that. A couple of venues for couple that. Venues. All right. Yep. I, I, and then I also know like during the Kickstarter, um, if that's a time frame in which like the tours of the stores for the GTA are taking place, we'd like to partner up. Oh, and go with you be, and like spend a day. That could be fun. At, oh, at, right. at, at, uh, like spend a day at a door, uh, one store on the west, one store on the east. Sure. And promote yeah, the Kickstarter we, and promote cool. the GTA. We need to reach out to some stores and see if we can't make right. that happen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'd be shocked if we couldn't. Right. Yeah, right. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, super excited about it. Uh, they were also at Adepticon. Uh, yep. we, we were set up there doing demos mm-hmm. and then basically just. Uh, Hitting a lot of the nostalgia parts with the people that walk by and like, oh my god, Warzone's coming back. Yeah, and they're like, I remember this, I remember that. Oh my god, these <laughs> miniatures look great. Look at all these miniatures in the case; these look amazing. It was, it, and for Alex, uh, we started calling it a um, affirm, uh, a, a affirmation. affirmation con. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was. It was. He, oh right. yeah, he, you could tell that he was less stressed. Right. He's like, all right, this this, this feels right. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah, and sometimes when you're only living in an online universe. 
Right. Right. There's a lot of negativity that can come through yep. the internets. Right. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and, and people are often a little more brash and rude. Ruder right. than they would be in, in real life. Exactly. You know, and then when you can actually interact with people and put a face, you know, a name to the face kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. know, it really changes people's attitudes mm-hmm. and stuff a lot. It does. So they had to make him feel good. It really did. And you could you could see it in his face and in and, and the drive back from Adepticon. He was a little pumped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was super hype. Right. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and which is only going to help with everything. Sure. Re-energize and refocus. 100%. Yeah, it's got to be quite a slog to go from, you know, idea to, you know, to full-fledged market, right? Yeah. And and Alex has put in a lot of himself into this game as far as, like, the blood, sweat, and tears one would expect. 100%. This isn't like a game, this isn't like Games Workshop putting a team together. Yeah. This is a individual. Yeah. That has a passion and is going through all the process. And the company went to him. Which is a lot yeah. of people, might right? Know yeah. He went to him and said, "Hey, would you like to do this? We know you're a huge fan." Sure. And so he's taken this passion project on his shoulders. Right. He's carried it <laughs> on top of his family life and his right. career and his career. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. To that, and it's it, the team is small. That very you know, small. You, you, he's hired a bunch of different sculptors to help with making the sculpts of the miniatures. Yeah. He's got Brian that has helped with and the and rules. The rules. He's got Jake and myself that are there because we're really pretty. <laughs> right, his, 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 so height, his height men, right, right, and handshaking baby kissers sure. and, and yep. marketing right. and, and stuff, um, and uh, that's it. Yeah, right. Yep. Well, there's one other person, but he re- wants to remain anonymous in okay. this. But it's it's the individual that's actually going to be printing and p- producing the the models. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. But so cool. It's it's a very small team. Yeah. Per, um, bringing this so. And I think that's one of the other things at Adepticon that made a lot of people aware that it was a small team is when they come up there like seeing it and, and they may remember oh yeah Warzone that was a that was a contender back in the day uh, so where are you guys at oh Michigan who who's all working with you Us. this is it yeah. <laughs> right? and yeah. they're like oh right. wow you know? right yeah so, so and then and the other thing too like you said when you live in a digital age pre uh, yeah. during the, uh, the pandemic stuff where people are just like be whatever they want to be online right. you know, yeah. keyboard commandos and all that mm-hmm. stuff they can't do that when you have Alex who's not a small cat <laughs> <laughs> right. I know Alex was the smallest cat of the four of you Correct. Yeah, he and he's was. not a small and cat, a small cat. <laughs> that's right and then you got me right. who's 6'5 400 pounds right. you got Jake who's 6'6 six, 6'7 six, six, yep. right and, yeah. then, and Brian who's not a small cat no, he's either. not a small man either right, right. So people aren't going to be like, well, this is... A, yeah. They're not going to speak out right. the side of their face. Yeah, no. Right, because we'll straighten that up. Yeah. Right? And then, but we won't. We'll be, even, they, even, we, the, even though you won't, they won't even they won't go there. They, they won't go there. They won't think about it. Right. And that's not, you know, that's not a flex. It's just... No. It is how it is. It's just how it is. Yep. Right. Yeah. Small team, bunch of large men. 100%. Beards, bellies, and backpacks, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, and then, uh, yeah, but again, super excited for it. We're really looking forward oh, to it. Oh, that's great. We know it's going to be a success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a success as well, and I, I wish you guys all the best, and I can't wait to see where it goes. So, yep. yeah, if you're looking for a little skirmish game, yep. jump on Kickstarter, check it out. Yep. Uh, the models are cool. The rules seem cool. I, you know, I've watched them demo some games and stuff. You know, it looked like something that would be entertaining to play. 
Um, oh, yeah. And it's on a small enough scale where you get into those little extra details that you kind of skip mm-hmm. over in the larger games like yeah. 40K or right. War yep. Machine or anything or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I so, like the, the whole reaction economy. Yeah, the reaction fun. is so awesome. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you're gonna run well. I have a, re- I can, I have a reaction. I'm gonna shoot you while you're running to your position. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's yeah, super fun. Some cool yeah. pieces for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. So check it out. Mantic Games is all about providing the best fantasy and sci-fi miniatures and games at great value. We are the makers of Kings of War, a fantasy mass battle game with 18 faction to date. Tying into Kings of War is our skirmish fantasy game Vanguard and our seafaring game Armada. On the sci-fi side, we are the maker of Firefight, a squad-based battle game with eight faction that you can command. Tying into Firefight is Dead Zone, our sci-fi skirmish battle game. With either system, all models are usable in all games. Mantic Games, building bigger, better armies at a reasonable price. Hobby time. Hobby time. Hobby time. Hobby time. I think that's even better than last time, which I thought was We're great. actually getting better than Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> that's right. We got some harmony over here. Oh, boy. We're like, we're like boys to men. We're throwing the jams oh, down. God, boys right. to men. Yeah. It's so hard to say goodbye. It's right. Or Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> A little poison. Well, I don't know if we'd sing that song, but, you know, when will I see you smile again? Maybe. <laughs> it's going the deep cuts. That's yep. right, man. Jeez. Do you have your new edition Bobby Brown button on your sleeve? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> hobby time. <laughs> now that we're back from 90s hip-hop. That's right. right? <laughs> Coming to you with some smooth jams right out of the 90s. <sighs> <laughs> well, that's... that's Speaking of hobby time, yeah. that's kind of a neat conversation to have around hobby time. What do you listen to, Jeff? Oh, I listen to the Michigan GT podcast. Wow. That was the most politically correct <laughs> answer I could ever give. Boom. Dang. No, I, I, I do listen to a ton of podcasts. You do. But not, not, not this one. Hopefully, you either are listening or painting right now. Right now. Famous. But no, I, I um, let's see here. My my hot podcast of the moment. Um, I've been listening to a lot of a podcast called Hard or not Hardcore History, but it's called uh, Oh, what is it called? Urgh. It's a history podcast. Hard. The rest is history. The That's rest, rest is history. The rest is history. The rest right. is history. And, and now the rest of the right, story. Right. <laughs> no, it, it's a couple of uh, like British historians. Okay. Uh, and actually, I got onto them from the Hardcore History podcast because okay. they were guests <laughs> onto that podcast. For an episode, I said, "Oh, these guys are pretty cool. I'll listen to their thing." And sure. I've been just going through it. It's it's fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that, and then plus my regulars that I listen to. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of a uh, Two Bears One Cave. Nice. If, if, if you like comedy, <laughs> I highly recommend that podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually feel like I could do. I would do well on that podcast. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura. Yeah. Uh, they're both hilarious. Yeah, and the, the debauchery that they yes, oh, it, it's deep. Knows no oh, no, it knows no bounds, right? Yeah. And uh, I also am a big fan of the Jim Jeffries podcast called uh, "I Don't Know About That." Okay, hmm. and it's also a comedic podcast. All right, um, it features Jim and his sidekicks. And they pick a random topic every week, and they have an expert on that topic as a guest on the show. 
And then he he will then ask Jim a number of questions about, or he or she, it could be mm-hmm. obviously a woman. Um, they'll ask a bunch of questions about the topic, and then Jim will bullshit his way through the questions right. and trying to come off as confident as he possibly can. And then they have a discussion and find out how accurate how yeah. accurate was he about all yeah, this. I don't know right. about that. Right. Nice. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's what about game. you, Rick? Um, when I do paint, I tend to listen to modern radio rock, like pop rock yeah. and pop radio. Um, or I listen to like uh, like Viking metal. Oh, nice. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it can be yes. very different. Right. But uh, I'll listen to like I'm, I'm Marth, uh Tear. Um, I do a lot of Sabaton. Sabaton, yeah. Yeah, Power Wolf. Yeah. I listen to a whole bunch of that stuff, a bunch of the, the, the Nordic Viking metal. Interesting. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of okay. You know, sounds angry. It is. And some of it's very angry, yeah. <laughs> right? Like uh, hold the heathen hammer high. Yeah, right. Yep. It's very angry. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sounds like it. But it also depends on like what I'm working on. Correct. Like I'll do a lot of music too. Really. Um, but it also depends on what I'm working. If I'm building, like actually, like when I was building all the Flames of War tanks. I was actually watching, um, I watched A Thin Red Line, I watched um, nice. a bunch of horror, uh, not horror Fury. <laughs> Fury. Uh, Fury oh, in movie. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, I watched historical movies. Yeah, it's a, and they were, it's more like it's in the background. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I used to do, do that. that I used to do then. that a lot uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. I'd have my rotation of movies that I would have on in the background. A lot of Gladiator uh, yep. a lot of you like gladiator like films, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Every day. In the mirror. Now that's so what? So and you, it actually, like last week when I was working on the hobby that that I've done for the last week, I've right. we watched Mutant Chronicles like three times. Oh, that's no way. I had it playing in yeah. the background. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was playing so, in the so background. This, to be honest about the Mutant Chronicles movie is. I, I finally watched it when I became a part of the Red yeah. Nova team. And uh, it's not that bad. It just is like, if you take Sin City, and you remember the, like, the color, yes. the, the black and it white. It was completely that kind of artwork. Yeah, and so it, and it has that weird, like, mm-hmm. it's almost like every every scene is on a stage, right. but with like dimensionally yeah. dropped. The set was so, it was, it was kind of cool. It was cool, but it was different. Yeah, right? but instead of it being black and white with splashes of red and yellow and stuff, it was sepia, like okay. a, like yeah. a brownish sure. stain. Yep, right? that's interesting. Yeah, right. With some splashes of red. Oh, <laughs> right. There's a lot of depth. there's a lot of splashes I'll of red. To, I'll have to check this out but, sometime. But I will say the female character that was like the assassin. Oh yeah, with the, uh, the, that with the katana. Yeah, they didn't talk and yep, didn't say a word. She was awesome. She was a cool. Yeah. Right. She was a badass. Yeah. Where, where can one find this? Uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Is it free? Um, it's on Prime. It's think, on Prime. I think oh. it's I think, free. Or if not, it's at like three ninety five. Or something it like was that. free. Okay. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I have to look it up. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you want to watch that movie to get an idea of what Mutant Chronicles <laughs> no, is, don't do that. Idea, right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Definitely don't do that. But as yeah. far as like a sci fi movie goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. And that's, like, when I'm working on Dead Zone or Firefighter mm-hmm. or something like that, when I'm working on sci-fi, I watch horrible Star- sci-fi Starship movies. Troopers? 
That's not horrible. Pitch that's black. not a horrible that's, one. That's amazing. Yeah. Pitch, pitch black. black. Oh, pitch all, black. All that's not horrible those? either. It's not. It's no. not. But the Chronicles it, of Riddick is a badass movie. Yes, it is. The second one. Yeah, with Carl Urban in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that thing is sweet. What about the third one though? Riddick. Riddick. Not, not it's horrible. Not bad. No. There's way worse sci-fi movies out there. <laughs> there is. Well, way my, worse. My favorite one is Ghost of Mars. <laughs> Ghost of Mars. Just for you, Brian. That's right. Ghost of Mars is the best sci-fi, sci-fi movie, movie ever. ever. Never seen it. Really? What am I missing? No. Everything. Oh. You're missing life. Okay. I... And the train scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> it is, it's a horrible okay. movie. Okay, yeah. then I won't watch it. Um, but, but it's got Ice Cube. Yeah, yep. Ice Cube. Oh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was good in Boys in the Hood. He was good in 21 Jump Street. Um, oh, he was good. In, very good, actually. <laughs> yeah, he yep. was very entertaining. Yeah. Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of good stuff. Yeah, good he's done stuff. some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. but that's but so he doesn't save. You that watch movie. movies and listen to yep. like, to Viking metal. Yep. All right. Yeah, I can see all this worth doing. Yeah. yeah. Been listening to uh, if I'm doing work when Meg's around, mm-hmm. we'll listen to an audiobook too. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the title of what we're listening to now, but it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, since it's on her phone, I don't see the title. <laughs> there, you there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic. Right. Um, Kind of very similar to what we've just kind of gone through with uh, the uh, pandemic and stuff, but it was oh, written wow. before yeah. that. Oh, and wow. it was kind of like uh, I, spot on on a couple I've things. Noticed which there's was, which actually was quite a lot of movies and shows mm-hmm. and books that yeah, are based literally around, yeah, viruses. What happened? Sure. What we went through, oh, yeah. but were written 10, 15, right, 20 years right. ago. It's like th- this uh, one is kind of cool because like the the pandemic like brings out. Um, a lot of like special powers in some people, uh, so so people like gain magic and stuff uh, like that. Oh, I missed nice. I missed out on yeah, all of that. Yeah, me too. It's because it we're in Michigan. Well, uh, also I took the J and J, so that was dumb. <laughs> well, it wasn't a, off the market. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't well, mess yeah. up my my coded genes. <laughs> so you think? So I think. Hence, no now superpowers. But now you're chipped. <laughs> so you're effed. That's right. Beep, 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 beep. That's right. Yeah. So. So what have you been working on, Jeff? <laughs> well, I have my tinfoil hat on <laughs> to make sure I don't get scanned. That's what you were working on? Uh, well, yeah. you got to have all one right. ready at all times. No, I've been. Uh, so let's see. Last. Because we didn't. Last really, episode. We didn't really set up what we were going to do. No, we did. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, you were like, I'm going to put stuff together for Rick. And, and yeah. he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I, my goal was to complete the second unit of my conquest uh, oh, city yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which I completely nailed, crushed it. Nice. Knocked that out in like a week. And then uh, I picked up the Minotaurs that came with them as well. All and right. I am about 90% done with them. Yeah, I saw you putting those together here. Yes, on one of our Thursday afternoons. Yes, Thursday I was doing. I did do that. Yeah, those are those are pretty badass. They're okay. I mean, I am not in love with those sculpts. I'm sorry. Okay. The the humans <laughs> I loved. Right. But the minotaurs are a little derpy, man. Well, they're not as no offense to conquest by any means, but they're not as derpy as my fabulous robot things. That's true. They're not as derpy as <laughs> the those. Spire. Those are pretty the derpy. Spire. They, they look fabulous. Yeah. Hashtag. 
Fabulous. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the whole Spire range. Okay. Uh, there's a couple models no. in there, and honestly, they do look better painted. Okay. Uh, the Spires do. But, oh, yeah. But the Minotaurs, but they're... Again, I, I really like the game. Mm-hmm. But these the Minotaur models, they just missed a great opportunity. They really had a chance to make something that just looked hardcore. And instead, they look like cows carrying axes and shields. Yeah, and shields. And shields. Yeah. Right. They're just not. They're just not impressive. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, they're they're really hunched over. You know. Yeah, that was the thing I noticed is they they had like this weird like hunch to them. Yeah, which and they really they just could have been just beyond badass. Right. And they're just not. Right. You so, wanted you wanted them in loincloths and yeah. twelve pack abs. Right. Traps and freaking lats and looking like it's gonna just break you in half, right? Yeah. You know, oh, and and these just these just they're just missing the mark a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're about ninety percent done, okay. and nice, yeah. So right. success for me, yeah. all right, Mr. Hall. Well, I mean, success. I built more stuff for you built Rick. Tanks, <laughs> yes. tanks, I built tanks, and they had were a lot great. of fun. Yeah, very popular. Um, but I also have been oh, and working. you were adding in a second night of D and D at the school. That's yeah. the other thing you were doing. Yeah. Um, and that success? is success. Oh yeah, um, like there's like 20 kids in the middle school, like the middle well, school. So how many playing? How it. many playing D and D? I'm not back in school in Alaska, man. <laughs> no, there's 20 kids in the middle school that oh, are actually D and D players. D and D players. That's, That's cool. cool. That's great. Um, but I've also been working on the Capital Faction for. Warzone Eternal. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Case in point why I was watching Mutant Chronicles uh, in the background. You watching Captain America. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Interesting. Captain. Yeah. We're talking. So. C2E2. So did C2E2, but also uh, since returning from C2E2, I've been working on, <clears throat> I don't even know if I can call it hobby, but it's my job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been painting uh, barrels. Lots of barrels. Lots of barrels. Roll out the barrel. Right. With uh, the Vallejo, Vallejo. Uh, Express oh, yeah. paint. Yes. So I'm, what I'm doing is I'm taking one paint, mm-hmm. painting the entire barrel, that paint, to show off right. what it looks like. on. You're a not done yet? No. <laughs> no. Because I also have other things I have to shoot and, <laughs> and stuff. Okay. You know, and stuff. Uh, for, my, for the work side of what I do. Should get an intern. You say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a perfect task for an intern. Yeah. I'm telling you. But uh, the thing is, once I finish the express paints, then I have to do the entire line of game color. Right. Perfect thing for lot. an intern to do. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the I did, that's that was been my hobby uh, time right there. Uh, that's that's a lot of hobby. It's it's a really lot of is. barrels. Right. It's been a lot of barrels. Uh, so not an overly exciting hobby, but. Uh, I am also working on, uh, what was the miniature I just put together? I put together another miniature. Oh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that, that, um, the one that I, they sent me a 500. Stormcast Eternal? No, no, no. No, from, oh. um, Conquest. From Conquest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the I Noble put, Lord. I put one of those together. But one Noble Lord. Assembled a Noble Lord. I assembled a Noble Lord. Awesome. So I could look at it and see what it looks like, and it looks pretty freaking cool. Uh, it's a cool model. All right. Yeah. And so it's a good One of their ideas. few plastic characters. Most of their characters are in resin. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Though I'm not a huge resin fan, they have great 
casts. Yeah. They're, they're very they're really good high ones. quality yeah. resin casts. Yeah. So I don't mind those resin models. So now I'm trying to figure out how to take that build mm-hmm. to do a series of build paint play. With okay. local, like at a, at a local event mm-hmm. where we invite a bunch of people out to come out, you're everybody's going to get that same model. Mm-hmm. We're all going to build it. We're all going to paint it. Okay. The hopes is they'll all go buy a starter box. Uh, uh, of conquest. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that's actually a conquest miniature. It is. It is. Hundred percent, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was for yeah. their other. No, it's for the hundred kingdoms. Oh, the hundred um, kingdoms. Yeah, okay. it might also play in. It does in uh, their blood. First Blood. For First Blood. Yeah. It's just a skirmish too, game oh, of Conquest is all okay. it is. It's all yeah, the it's same. It's the same thing as Firefight and Dead Zone, <clears throat> okay. where the models are, they play in both. Oh, right. Um, it's, yes. Okay. Same miniatures, different rule set. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so the, uh, I'd like to figure out a way to set something up where we'll get a bunch of people together, paint, build, paint, and play with using that model. That's cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. It might spark and, an interest. And play. In that. How are you going to do the play part? The play part is going to be the if building they, paint part's easy. Yeah, if if you did an event where everybody's building and painting the same thing, mm-hmm. every we don't have to paint it yep. the same way. Right. Right. Excuse me, but if we can get them interested in it, that could be a good marketing sales pitch. You're like, all right, you now have this model. Now you got to go get the rest, the rest of the game, and yeah. let's play it. And then we play it. Where do we play it? The Michigan GT. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yep. One of the largest conquests event in the country last year. Was it really? Yeah, it was in the, like the top few. Bunch nice. of nerds. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michigan seems to really be like latching onto conquests. Yeah, there's a, a couple of really good retailers that are embracing it that yeah. are making a big difference. Nice. You know, they, they have oh, a couple yeah. of really good vanguards in the area, too, mm-hmm. which are their... Um, Civilian representation, yeah. for lack of a better term, they're cheerleaders. Yeah, they're cheerleaders. Um, they're, yeah, they're champions. They're, they're, and nice. so they're they're really taking the scene and running with it. They nice. they're very active online and yeah, they are uh, post a lot of pictures and hype it up pretty well. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. So Rick, what are you working on? So I'm going to be painting up some Cybertronics for Warzone Eternal. Nice. They're, yeah. they're really cool minis, too. All right. Yeah. yeah. What are you working on? All right. So barrels. More, <laughs> yes, more barrels. But the, no, so the thing, uh, I hate to do this to you guys, but lessons learned <laughs> from the pain take is a lot of people got uh, the analysis paralysis, right? When they'd come up to the table and there's a box of miniatures, of assorted miniatures, they had to touch every single one, even though there might have been multiple duplications yeah. of the miniature in there. Oh, really? Right. So what I'm going to do is I am going to probably go through, like, a bunch of the WizKids miniatures. Yeah. I'm going to paint a miniature. Mm-hmm. This is available. Would you like one of these? One of these? And they'll all be painted Okay. on the table. And they can just go, I would like to paint one of those. And then we just we grab that miniature for them. Oh really? Right. Instead just of kind of because cut down the options, oh, yeah. make oh, it move faster. Makes it move. It'll make it move faster, right. and it'll be like, you know, don't touch them. Just point out which one you'd like, right? Because they would just stand there. They'd stand there, and they'd, they'd so now you're through. you're going you're gonna to limit the limit the models that you're taking to the event. No, I'll still take okay. the same amount of models. No, no, but no it's the limiting the um, the choices. No, it's not even the, the choices, choices are all the same. Okay. It's right. They will see and, a painted. Mini. No, no, I, I understand what, exactly yeah. what he's saying. But instead of a tray having 
25 miniatures in it and maybe six of them being duplicated right. over and over and over again. Right. Those six miniatures will be there and we'll just have a, a tray underneath. Okay. It. Okay. Because what when, when I say now sprouses, no, they I know what you mean. And they just sit there and they just paw yeah. through it forever. Right. And they can't make a decision. Right. And they do it right. with every box. Sure. Yep. And a, a couple of the tanks I had to re glue. Because they the broke. Stuff. Yeah. Or, well, also kids. And, yeah, yeah. and again, I, I don't blame the kids because they oh, just. Oh, no. But they'd pick it up and they'd, oh, I don't want it. And they just drop it or throw it back in the thing. Right. Because they don't yeah. understand. Right. But yeah. if I just have a tank, each version, tank, right. each version of the mech. Yeah. Especially if you have fragile stuff like that. You, right. you really yeah. want to keep people's hands off of it as much right. as possible. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So if I can limit that. Right. And it still takes up the same amount of space on the table. Yeah. But, cool. it, but it also can show them what they could do at three feet away. Right. Because yep. I'm not going to do them at, like, high-level tabletop. Yeah, sure. A whole bunch of slap chop. Right. They're going to look at it and go, oh, that looks cool. I want to paint a minotaur. <laughs> that has that looks really mm -hmm. good, and that's with the derpy minotaur, right? Oh. Or, I, or I want to paint the so like one of the more popular ones was a centaur with a bow. Sure, yep. So I'll paint one of those and have it on the table because yeah. I know I still have a butt ton of those. Right, right on. Cool. So good idea. Yeah. yeah. Right on. All right. So for me, yep. I have picked up a new commission. Ooh, oh, a commission. Which I haven't done one of those for a little while. Yeah. Um, and it's God. I think he gave me five models to do. Okay. Which I normally only do bigger models. Yeah. Uh, these are smaller, okay. uh, but they're all one-offs. They're they're not. It's not like a unit. Oh. Okay. It's five individual models, which I'm okay. Doing Is it from that. a particular game? Yeah, it's Age of Sigmar. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're for uh, the Zinch faction. The, Zinch. Like the, oh yeah. The spell casting demons. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I have uh, like just a, like a human wizard. It's kind of got like his head splitting in two directions. Um, I know how that feels. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, one's like a um, kind of an ogre that's kind of cool looking. Also, yeah. know how that feels. You know how that feels too. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, the other three are the three different endless spells oh, no. for that oh. faction. No yeah, clue. I mean, I'll be interested to see those. Okay. Because I I loved what you did what, last year. You did the spell effects. The, no, the endless spells. The dragon one, the skeleton dragon one. Was that two years oh, ago? Oh no, that wasn't a sinless spell. That was that was a the Kronspine. Yeah. That was the incarnate. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which isn't a spell. It's just no. a, it's just a magical creature. Are, um, the, are the spells like the ones where it shows like the ball of energy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Or, or the floating skull. Yes, flame. that's exactly yeah. what it is. Okay. Right. So uh, in Age of Sigmar, there's uh, I think there's like twelve or fifteen like, generic endless spells that any faction can use. Okay. And then there are a number of factions that also have faction specific endless spells they can take too. Okay. Uh, and so Zinch is one of those. And so there's a box set of three endless spells and yeah, he needs them painted up. So actually I have the same three as well that need to be painted. Right. <laughs> so I asked him, I said, so do you care if like our endless spells are the same? He goes, no, I don't care. I said, okay, cool. So I'll, I'll probably just double it up, double yep. it up and just knock it out all at the same time. Nice. Um, Good so way that to make sure you get yours I get, done. I get mine done too. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm leaning towards right now. I can do right. that. So, yeah. So I'm not sure how much of that I'll get done by the next episode, but that's my next Project. That's the next project. I'll nice. I'll probably have at least one or two of those done by then because the Minotaurs will be done, I'm guessing, by tomorrow or the next day. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah, they're really close. Right. Uh, I just got to I gotta do a little bit of uh, finishing up on the airbrush right. with the horns, do uh, you know, Rick's favorite yep. horn look. 
Um, and also the weapons, I gotta, yeah. I gotta spruce up the weapons a little bit with the airbrush, and then after that's done, I gotta base them, and it's, and then they're they're done. Nice. And I gotta say that I really like those bases, the cobblestone street yeah. bases. Cool. Um, yeah, I found. Um, oh, what's the name of that company? Thunderhead Studios, I think is what it Studios. is. Yeah. Yep. Thunderhead Studios. They have a couple of really cool uh, designs for three D printed bases yep. for Conquest. And I had previously, I had bought their other version for my Wadroon, and then yep. I decided to get this other format for the City State so they looked like they were on different <laughs> yeah, turf. The Wadroon. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think they look really good. Nice. Yeah. Right They've on. been taking forever to paint because of how detailed I'm getting with them, which <laughs> I don't know. It could be a mistake, but I don't know. They look cool, so probably not. Nah. Probably not a mistake. Right on. So that's it for me. All right. Is that it for the episode? I believe that sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you in episode 42 and enjoy some bagpipes. Uh.